Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is the Nest, our mini-show that's all about the delightful and delicious things that make our homes just where we want to be. Earlier this week, we were talking about global parenting. We were talking about Inuit traditions and German traditions of raising children. So I think your idea, Elizabeth, to, to talk about our own parenting resources and what we've used, well, as I've raised my children and as you're in the midst of raising yours. Yeah, I thought it would be fun to kind of just share a couple of things that are maybe helping you out and the things that you've really related to. There's always like parenting advice out there that can feel kind of not applicable to you or like striving (laughs) for too much perfection. Um, But a couple that have really resonated with me, I wanted to share. And then you've got a couple of books that have meant something to you. Okay. So why don't you start Marjorie, kick us off. So the first one is a book called Scream Free Parenting. Oh, that's good. And I think it's in its like 10th edition uh, of print. And Scream Free, we interviewed this author. The book came out in 2005. Ian and I interviewed him on the morning show years and years ago on the radio station that we both worked for. And he, it wasn't life changing for us because by 2005, our kids were entering into middle school. Yeah. But what it did was affirm how we had raised our children. Mm. And it was really powerful to, I think, a lot of people that heard that interview because it changes the way you think about how you're treating your kids. Now, I haven't read it since 2005, but I actually called my husband. I said, what were the resources you remember using? And that was the first one that he thought of. So you can look at it. You can buy it used online for almost nothing. I remember that there were a lot of really good parenting nuggets and sort of tips on how to approach areas of conflict with your children, okay, which that's is important. Great. Yeah, I love yeah. that idea. And just yeah. not screaming. Not it, screaming. Did you teach them not to not scream? <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is the most frightening part about parenting. Everything is modeling. So if you don't want screamers, you can't be a screamer. I'm always amazed at people who are like really lousy communicators and they're screamers and they weren't particularly good at parenting. And they would like complain about their kids and the things that their kids were doing. And it's like, hello. I know. (laughs) Like you have modeled that behavior. So I don't know what to say to you. That's true. But I think they also just scream in general sometimes. There's just. Kids? Oh, yeah. 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 I got to get more rugs in my kitchen. It just echoes and echoes. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I don't I don't remember our our children tended to be pretty quiet that way. And I'm really grateful for that. Campbell in particular, our younger one, and we always used to joke that he was an old soul. Yeah. Because he just was quiet. <laughs> I was like so, 
It was so nice. There were times, I, I, I know I've said this before, where I would forget to feed him because he just wasn't much of a crier, um, which was very fortunate. <laughs> For a second child, it was very fortunate. I think the more um, kids you get to, the louder they have to be so that somebody hears them. <laughs> because... Oh, hands down. <laughs> I mean, I remember the four of us, my sisters, it was four girls in five years. That was a very loud household. Yes. And I may have been one of the loudest. I mean, <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think that's true. I think it. I think it. I think the sound goes up exponentially the more kids you have. I think you're totally right. For each one, it like doubles and then yeah, triples. It doubles. It's not. Then, yeah. It's not linear. No, it's not, it's not linear. linear at all. Okay, the other book that I'm going to mention. I don't know when this one came out, but somebody gave this to me, either as a shower gift or somewhere along the way when I had kids, and it's one of the greatest books I ever received about child rearing. And this also, whether or not you have children, this is a great shower gift. It's small. You could fit it in your purse. But I would go to it at times of stress. It's called The Parents Tao Te Ching, Ancient Advice for Modern Parents. And it's it revisits and interprets a a thousands-year-old book of wisdom. And I would go to it when I would feel tense. And I'm just going to read you a couple of the, the, the gems of wisdom. Okay, so here's one of them. Now, mind you, this book was written in 600 BC. Oh my gosh. So here's before one of the pieces Christ. of it. Before Christ. We didn't even have here's any of the... Christ's wisdom yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was before him. You see what I'm saying, Marjorie? <laughs> Chinese wisdom. Before Christ. <laughs> so here's one of them. Do not ask your children to strive for extraordinary lives. Such striving may seem admirable, but it is the way of foolishness. Help them instead to find the wonder and the marvel of an ordinary life. Show them the joy of tasting tomatoes, apples, pears. Yes. Show them how to cry when pets and people die. Show them the infinite pleasure in the touch of a hand and make the ordinary come alive for them. The extraordinary will take care of itself. Okay, that's so beautiful. That is so beautiful. I need to have that printed on something. I know. Here's another one. Do you have agendas for your children that are more important than the children themselves? Lost in the shuffle of uniforms, practices, games, recitals, and performances can be the creative and joyful soul of your child. Watch and listen carefully. Do they have time to daydream? From their dreams will emerge the practices and activities that will make self-discipline as natural as breathing. Beautiful. And then this one, and then this will be it for this. But it's just a book full of these. Don't mistake your desire to talk for their readiness to listen. Far more important. So just little nuggets like that that you can just Just, kind of read and and you should, you know, put that in the bathroom. Let it sit there. (laughs) See who picks it up and reads it. If it's a small little book. But honestly, I would pull this out to recenter myself in my parenting. Yeah. And it was wonderful. And it's that's all it is. It's just quote after quote after quote. Wisdom from before Christ. Beautiful. From before Christ. And then you can get Christ's wisdom too. We got so much wisdom available. What a joy. Okay. I've got a couple of um, resources that I've really loved. And I've talked about these peripherally in the past, but I just want to make sure that you know what they are. And the first one is Janet Lansbury. And I talked about her podcast, which is called Unruffled, um, I think in one of our Watch, Read, Listen episodes. But Janet Lansbury, her whole, her little tagline is elevating childcare. 
And she follows the teachings of Magda Gerber, who was like a real pioneer in child caring and um, and understanding that the child as a person and respectful parenting. So like our daycare center has quotes from Magda all over the place, which I think is really wonderful. Right. And Janet Lansbury uh, teaches about respectful parenting and her perspectives on tantrums and how to handle tantrums. And how to recognize what they really are have been totally life-changing for me. That that it is less about – it turns it into less of a power struggle if you can understand that what your child really needs is just space right. and love. And you can kind of separate yourself emotionally instead of they're doing this to me. They're just doing this. And here's what right. I can do to support it. So it was really helpful. I came across her when Bernie was about two um, from my girlfriend. Megan sent me her information and one of her books. And it's just been totally helpful. So she has books. She has a podcast. You can even book sessions with her and consultations with her. Oh, that's um, cool. So she is so she's definitely somebody who's available and she has a blog and she all these different things she's in LA so you would do it virtually but she's a wonderful resource so Janet Lansbury if you're feeling like if you're feeling like you want a better perspective on where your child is coming from when they're doing certain things this will really help you it's I love me. that I love that because even it goes back to the conversation we were having earlier this week the Inuit in the culture of child rearing they don't yell at their children because the important part of it is that the children aren't doing that to you. Right. They're not trying to push your buttons. They're doing it because they're trying to be understood. Right. And when you take it out of the idea of that the children are doing it to you, yeah. that changes the whole paradigm. Yeah. That's great. It's totally hard to does. remember hard to remember in the midst of it. I, I mean, know, I know. But I think her podcast is very it's it's definitely worth listening to. I mm -hmm. love it. And then somebody else who I've started following, um, who I really love, her name is Jennifer Anderson and her Instagram is, account is called Kids Eat in Color. And it's like kids.eat.in.color. And her tagline is helping you get picky eaters to eat veggies, how to help kids try foods and what to feed them. And one thing that's really helped me is the understanding that of, of portions and how to try to make mealtime a neutral place and also pleasant instead of a right. control battle. We kind of go through this with different kids because my daughter, Bernie, she will she will try anything and pretty much will eat anything. And she's also sick, so it's a little different. Frankie right. gets much more where he won't try things. I mean, there are a lot of nights, Marjorie, when he eats a banana for dinner and like a bite of something else and that's it because hmm. he just – doesn't want to try it. He's just in this little zone. And then some nights he'll eat everything on his plate. And the next night he'll eat like two bites. And it's so interesting because like I'm looking right now at her Instagram feed and it has this little graphic that says what they ate yesterday. And there's a picture of all this food. And then it says in the bottom as much as an adult. And then it says what they ate today. And there's oh. a picture of two raspberries, a blueberry, and like one <laughs> cracker. And it says not enough to live on. But she reminds you that it's not about every day. It's about a longer right. period of time. And uh, uh, it's really helpful. It's been really helpful even for me to just understand when there were times where my kids weren't super into vegetables, but they love fruit. And she was explaining that 
a lot of the vitamins that are present in a red strawberry or are, are the same that are in a red pepper. So if your kid isn't going to eat a red oh, pepper, but they'll eat right. a red strawberry, it's a lot of the same thing. So it's just helped me a lot to kind of neutralize food and make it just not that big of a deal. And I'm always on this thing of like, I don't want to make sugar a big deal, but at the same time, I, there is so much sugar and people are feeding your kids constantly so much sugar, Marjorie. It's like the world is a sugar pusher. And so, I mean, it's constantly, you go anywhere and people are offering your children sugar. And so I've struggled with that, with feeling like I don't want them to have a stash of donuts in their closet because their mom won't let them have anything. But at the same time, I also want to be conscious of the fact that like, it's just not a, I mean, now it's recommended that kids have zero added sugar between the ages of zero and two. There's yep. no reason for a two-year-old to have sugar. So I'm just, she's helped me kind of learn battles there and where, where to go there. And you're so, talking about added sugar, not natural sugar. Oh gosh, not added a, sugar. nothing to do with fruit or vegetables right. or what's in, um, you know, even like carbohydrates, even like grains and stuff like that. Nothing right. like that. It's added sugar. Right. And it's like in yogurt. I mean, you look at, you oh look yeah. At yogurt, or even just when, at, whenever you go places, you, people want to give your kids cookies and suckers and yeah. cupcakes. It's, yeah. and it's a sweet thing, but it's also not good. <laughs> Well, it's not good for them. And I can't remember, you might be able to remember who the guest was. This stuck with me for so long. We were talking about sugar and kids. Yeah. And she was talking about, was it Bobby? She was talking about how sugar lights up the brain. I think it was Kate Doubler. I think it was, was a Kate real Dubler. fruit RN because when yep, I asked her, it I, probably. this stuck with yep. me when I asked her, what is the biggest problem in the American diet, she didn't even yep. hesitate for a second. She said sugar. sugar. Yeah. Yep. And she, I, th- I think you're exactly right. It was her. And she was talking about how it's addictive. Mm-hmm. And I know that myself because I can wean myself off sugar and I can go through long periods where it, it doesn't hold any attraction for me. But then when I kind of hang around my husband <laughs> who <laughs> likes sugar and it's around I kind of it's it's fascinating to see how quickly I become it, it becomes a part of I crave it again. Yeah. And the cravings are strong. And so I think when you think about when you start feeding kids so much sugar at such a young age, they may not even know how it feels to not live on sugar. Yeah. And that's a dangerous road for I know. And if there's a day when they're only eating like a few bites, you want yeah. to make sure those bites count. So they got kids eating in color is a good is another good oh, one. I love so that. These are helpful helpful things as you navigate your parenting. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and write us a review at Apple Podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest or go to bestofthenest.com to subscribe to our newsletter. We are the podcast that brings you home. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. 
Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 smart bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 special edition smart bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.